This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. How are we doing today? Are you doing good? Having a good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever it is you are listening to this episode. I hope you're having a good day, a chilled day, nothing too crazy going on, but also a little bit of excitement here and there. Wouldn't that just be the perfect day to just be doing nothing but like have a little bit of excitement, you know, going on. I don't know. How are you doing? You having one of those days? Because I feel like I've not had one of those days for a long time and I really want one of those days. Everything feels so hectic at the minute and in a sense, it's kind of my fault. And I feel like sometimes you need to take responsibility because I keep doing this thing where I just overwhelm my schedule. I just plan too many things in. I think, oh, I've got a free hour here, so I'll do that. Oh, I've got a free like four hours here. Oh, let's go out. No, sometimes I just don't want to do that, yet I keep doing it to myself. And you know what? It's kind of it's kind of okay. It keeps you busy, it keeps the days going. Everything is absolutely flying by. Like how are we already so far into December? Like we're near the new year and it's kind of terrifying me. You know, there's something about the start of a new year that is exciting and fresh, but also where has 2023 gone? Like it's absolutely flown by and I don't quite know how to deal with that. And I feel like the way that I've been dealing with it this week is probably a little bit unconventional. Um, I may have mentioned it last week, but I randomly have decided to get a lot of things done. I, last minute, very last minute actually, a tattoo artist I've gone to a couple of times had a cancellation for the following day. So I decided to get a tattoo which I do absolutely love and I'm so, so happy with. I've been wanting the tattoo for a while, so don't get me wrong, the idea has been there. I've been thinking about it. I'm not changing my usual strategy where, and I actually recommend this for anybody thinking of getting tattoos, think about it for six months. If you still want it in six months, then book it in. That's what I always say to any of my friends, like anybody who asks me, that's how I sort of plan my tattoos. I'll think about it. I'll have it on a Pinterest board. I'll save the image. And then in six months time, if I still want it, then I'll go and get it. But I've been wanting a dragonfly tattoo for potentially a year. I have quite a few tattoo ideas that I think about for a lot longer than six months. Um, And this was one that I've literally been thinking about for ages. But I just never got round to booking it in. And then when I saw the cancellation, I thought, do you know what? 
let's just do it. Sometimes you have to take the leap and I did and I'm so so happy with it like I absolutely love it. It will be my 15th tattoo now so I now have 15 tattoos which is a little bit crazy. I think this year has possibly been like my record for how many I've had done but I also love it at the same time. Sometimes I think you just can't go wrong with a good tattoo in my like personal opinion and it's probably because I have tattoos I feel that way. I know I speak to loads of people who feel very differently but for me they're fun to do. They represent like a chapter in my life and they represent something that I really like in that moment. Is there a meaning behind getting a dragonfly? No but I like it it looks pretty and I'm so happy that I went and I got it done. So I did that last week and then this week, at the beginning of this week, I decided to get lip filler. And to be fair, had this booked in for a couple of weeks because I did have to think about it a little bit further in advance. But again, it's been something I've been wanting for years. I've seen loads of people get it done really like they were so happy with the results and I just kind of decided maybe now's the time for me to do it. I've always been a little bit insecure about my lips because my top lip has always been a lot smaller than my bottom lip. So if I'm putting on makeup, I will always overline my top lip anyway. And so I was kind of thinking, do you know what? I'd like something because I don't wear makeup every single day. So I want to look like how I look when I wear makeup without wearing makeup, you know, that like natural effect. That was what I was going for. Currently, I will admit, not quite got the natural effect. I have swollen up like crazy. And she did warn me about it when she was doing it. She said, I have a feeling you're going to be a sweller. So just prepare yourself for it. And so I kind of knew that I literally got it done yesterday. So today, I look like a duck, in my own opinion. But the swelling's going to go down. They're a little bit painful. But you know what? It's livable. I'm getting through it. I'm still getting on with everything I need to be getting done. And I'm just going for it and embracing the look. Because I'm sure as soon as the swelling goes down, I'm going to miss having that like bigger swollen look because I'm getting used to it now so I'm like as soon as the swelling goes I'm probably going to be like what's happened (laughs) but we will we'll just see how it goes I don't know it's been a bit of a controversial one in my family the fact that I have got lip filler but I like it and sometimes that is all that matters occasionally we have to make decisions off the back of our own like gut feeling and in my gut I knew I wanted to give this a try if I really didn't like it and if I really don't like it it will dissolve over time and then I don't have to re-get it done so it's one of those things it's not permanent but it is on my face it is very noticeable and I kind of I do kind of like it I'm going through like mixed phases sometimes I look in the mirror and I think oh they're a little bit big but then I'm like just give yourself a couple days and we'll see how it goes. So I have been making some big changes to myself this past couple of weeks. I don't quite know what has spurred the decision on to start doing this because it's quite unlike me to do so many changes so quickly. But also, I just felt like it. 
And sometimes we just need that little boost of confidence. And it was one of my things kind of going into the new year that scarily is coming up and we do have to think about. I wanted to go into the new year feeling my best self, feeling confident and feeling like I have lived this year to the fullest because every single year goes by quicker and quicker and there's so much I want to get done and sometimes we don't get everything done that we want to which is absolutely fine there's been so many things I wanted to do this year that I haven't done but I'm just living off of the idea that I've got a set amount of things done I'm at a completely different place and that is exciting and maybe sometimes I just needed a few like physical changes you know, had my hair cut last month, lip filler this month, tattoo this month. It's all been going on, but I do kind of like it nonetheless. Like it is still very, very exciting at the same time. And I feel like that's kind of taken up my past week. I've been, apart from that, it's been pretty normal. I've been working, I've been doing training, I've been going to uni and not much else really, I'll be honest, it kind of takes up your time more than you realise doing multiple things at the same time. I didn't quite think about that when I got my job and when I started my master's, but actually it's quite time consuming. Kid you not. I mean, <laughs> logically it makes sense that it would be, but for some reason I thought it would be absolutely easy. Turns out not as easy as I thought it was, but I'm definitely adapting and I'm so happy that I am adapting because it was looking worrying at one point. I was so tired 24-7, but I'm getting that energy back now, getting into the Christmas spirit, embracing all of the new things that are coming up and the festive season and seeing a lot of family members that I haven't seen for such a long time. And I'm really, really looking forward to this year going into the new year. I don't know, how scary is it? I could really sit and just talk about that because by now, you'll probably know, I have a little bit of an obsession with how quick time is going because it's scaring me. Like, I, I can't grasp the concept that time is moving so fast and we are almost in 2024. So let's not go into that topic too much because otherwise I will just ramble on. Let's go to a break. And then we're going to be talking about self-image today because it's a running theme that keeps coming up in my head. That whole idea of how we view ourselves, where we are at, where we want to be and our perception of ourselves. So let's talk about it after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Welcome back. So before we went to the break, I said we're going to be talking about self-image in today's episode and that's going to kind of be the theme because this topic has come up for me a lot over the years and I'll be honest, I think self-image changes dramatically all the time, especially 
if you are a woman, and I'm not saying if you are a man, you don't experience this, but I feel like as a woman, it fluctuates throughout the month, depending on my cycle, massively. And actually, if I look at it from like a logical third party perspective, my image doesn't change. But within me, my image is always changing and how I see myself, how I feel like others are seeing me. And it's definitely all dependent on how we feel about ourselves. And it came up in conversation a few times when I was telling people I'm going to be getting lip filler done. It can bring up either like a really positive like perspective or a really negative thing. And a lot of people were kind of asking me, well, why do you even want to do that? And I was saying like, I really want it to be a natural thing. Like I don't want it to be too noticeable. And then some people weren't really understanding, but then why do you want to do it if other people can't notice it? And it really drilled home for me, the idea of actually how I see myself is so important to me, like how I feel within myself, the confidence I feel within myself. And if I can do little things to tweak that confidence I feel and to make that confidence even stronger, then do you know what? I'm gonna do it if I have a little insecurity that I can fix and is easily changeable then I will do it and that's not to say I've got many other insecurities that I am not going to get lip filler to resolve but for me it was just something that I thought I can do it it's like easily accessible for me and so therefore why would I not do it and I'm not promoting in any way that anybody else goes out and gets lip filler just because I've got it but for me it's felt like the right decision to make like within my gut to make that small little change to myself just to help my confidence that little bit more and there are many other ways that we can kind of tweak our self-image and we can make ourselves feel a little bit better about ourselves. and I think the many other ways I have done that have actually been trying to step away from the stereotypical beauty image because there's a very like set in stone look of how a man, how a woman should look to be stereotypically attractive, right? And that's a very hard image to achieve and actually the more we focus on that, I think the less confident we feel within ourselves. I used to spend a lot of time comparing myself to people on social media, looking at what other people were doing, how they looked, how they dressed and trying to emulate that in some way that looked good for me. But the thing is, with doing that and with constantly looking at other people and trying to tweak it in a way that we can wear the same outfit or we can look the same is that it becomes then kind of a negative look on how we actually are at the minute. And I want you to kind of take a step back and think without all of those kind of social cues in a way, those like social aspects that tell us how we should dress, that tell us how we should look, what weight we should be, what colour our hair should be, what colour is the best eye colour. Without all of those things that socially we think are acceptable how happy are we in the way that we look and I think when you take away all of those social pressures you can actually look at yourself in a different light 
in a much more positive way. And I've really noticed that lately where I've just kind of been busy with life. I've taken a step back from social media and I haven't been posting as much myself. I haven't been looking at other people's posts as much. But actually, it's kind of had a positive effect on me and how I feel about myself. And that's not to say that we all should do that. But I think taking that step away for me has shown my self-image in a very, very different light. And now I'm kind of making decisions that actually suit me more, like making the decisions on what clothes to buy. I don't look at what's trending. I look at what I like. Making those little tweaks to myself, like getting a new tattoo, getting a haircut, getting lip filler. What eyeshadow I choose to wear in the day. Whilst I do get inspiration from social media, there's actually a lot of times where I just think, what would I like? What do I think looks good on me? What do I think works for me? What do I think suits me? What changes, if I want to make any changes about myself, are being done for me rather than that external image that we are putting out? And I think by doing that for myself, I've actually come to look at myself in a much more loving and more accepting light. You know, by taking away that fear of being judged by other people, because I have a big fear of people (laughs) in a way, right? Like I do, I think naturally we do think what other people are going to think about us quite a lot when we make a lot of decisions. But by trying to take away that, And by trying to look more internally rather than externally, I've noticed a lot more places where I've been able to find love for myself and acceptance for myself. I have been someone who I on and off with eating healthy. I on and off with exercising. And I've been really trying to work out why is it that I can't commit long term to one form of exercise or to eating whatever not diet because diet's not the right word but what sort of foods I want to eat and I think it's because often I would look at social media and I'd look at what other people were doing and how they looked and I'd want to mimic that on myself I'd want to oh do pilates because that person looks like that and I want to look like that but actually our bodies are very different our biology our anatomy is so different that chances are I could continue to do that exercise every day for the rest of my life and never end up looking like that person. And I think when we think about things like that, we open up our mindset to be able to look at ourselves in a much different way and kind of in a much more positive way, right? Like I've taken so much pressure off of myself to wear makeup every day or dress up every day. I wear tracksuits most of the time now and you know what? I am very, very comfortable all the time and I feel happy in myself because I am comfortable. Wearing tight jeans sometimes is just not for me. Don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place and I do love a good like skinny jean or a good mum jean but actually jeans are not that comfortable. They might look good but they're not that comfortable and sometimes I just want to wear a pair of joggers and look at myself in the mirror and still think you look good you're doing great, I'm proud of you, I like the way you are and I'm accepting of the things that maybe we weren't as accepting of before and I kind of want to challenge you to do that. If you feel like 
maybe your self-image isn't where you want it to be because I am still on a massive journey with my self-image and it's coming a long way. But I feel like I want us to look in the mirror and tell ourselves the things we love about ourselves, accept the things that we maybe don't love about ourselves, and try to embrace all the parts of us that make us unique because we are never gonna live up to this stereotypical image of beauty and I think so many people are now trying to move away from that and I'm so glad that I can see it happening and we just need to push for it in ourselves just that little bit more especially because we've kind of grown up in that age of social media where there's been so many different body types that have been deemed attractive, different faces that have been deemed attractive, that we need to embrace that more for ourselves rather than comparing ourselves to others, rather than letting our self-image get low because we think someone looks better than us. Do you know what? We look great just as we are. And it's needing to embrace that sometimes and it's needing to see that within ourselves from time to time. It's not going to happen all the time. Don't get me wrong. I have my days, but I'm definitely trying to power through and see myself and live out my life in a much different way because of the way I see myself. Because I think the way we feel about ourselves affects so many parts of our life that we have to start internally. If we want to make changes, if we want to see growth, it starts from within. So that is my challenge for you this week. Look at yourself in the mirror and start loving yourself a little bit more. Let's get our self-image up because I have been needing that over the past few months and I've been neglecting it massively. But since changing my way that I look at myself, I'm already seeing the effects and I know it's going to go even further because there's definitely areas I can improve on and that we could go on that little journey together to become more confident within ourselves and proud of the image that we are putting out there about ourselves carrying ourselves with more confidence dressing how we want to dress doing the changes to ourselves that we want to do and not because it socially looks good to do right so that's my little rant on self-image this week because we all need a little bit of confidence in our lives let's go to another break now and then when we come back we have got our listener dilemma of the week so our listener dilemma this week is actually a really really exciting one and it's a topic I don't think we have spoken about before here on the podcast and it's about moving abroad so let's get into it do I move abroad For context, I have received a job offer in New Zealand and I am currently living in Manchester. This is literally my dream job and it all seems so perfect, but the catch is how far away it is. All of my family is here, my friends, my whole life has been in the UK and this seems like it is such a big change, but there's also a part of me who wants to give it a go and see how it plays out. Now, this is kind of an exciting dilemma to be talking about because what a good dilemma to have in your life. You have received the job offer of your dreams. That is absolutely amazing and I'm so happy for you and you should be so proud of yourself for starters 
that you have got that far. To get the job offer to literally move to New Zealand is massive. And even if you do decide not to go, that is a massive achievement for you to have in your life. But it's definitely weighing up the pros and the cons. And I'm one for a good list. I love a good to-do list. And you know what I also love? When I struggle to make a decision, a good pros and cons list. Pros and cons for staying at home, pros and cons for moving to New Zealand. Write it out, see how many you can list, and then you don't even have to go fully based off of that list. But when you've got everything written out and in front of you, I find it becomes easier to make more of a impartial decision on what you're actually going to do because it becomes more factual rather than too emotion led because I totally get the dilemma you are in here and I know if I was placed in the same position I'd feel the exact same it's a really hard choice to figure out if it's the right thing to do kind of up and moving your whole life to New Zealand especially when like you say everybody's here in the UK you've got your friends you've got your family you've got your life here but also could you create a new life in New Zealand we're at an amazing place like with technology that we can get in contact with people it is different speaking to people online versus face-to-face in person but we can still keep in touch with people we can still see how people are doing People can come and visit you in New Zealand. There are those options there if you feel like it would be a good move for you to do. Because the thing is, with an opportunity like this, whilst it's massive and it's a big decision to make, it also could be one of those moments where if you decide to do it, it's an absolutely amazing choice. But even if it goes wrong, it's a lesson learned. A job isn't permanent forever right? Like if you get out there, maybe the job's not what it cracks up to be, or maybe living in New Zealand isn't how what you like and it's not for you, then you can always move back. There's always that opportunity to find another job and to try again. But the lessons you learn sometimes from taking risks are so important to learn. And they teach us so much about ourselves, not only, you know. And I know that's getting a little bit deep about it, but if you think about it, it could be an amazing change. Like it's a big change, don't get me wrong. It's massive and it's such a hard decision to make. And I feel like it's definitely going to take some time. That's why, as I was saying about making the pros and cons list, I feel like just writing out how you feel, putting it on paper is so much easier. Maybe talking to your family about it, talking to your friends about it, see how other people feel about the situation to then see what emotions that brings out within you because of course you're the only one who can make that final decision but it can also be a bit of a collaboration with talking to other people that you know, talking to friends, talking to family to just get some ideas, get some new perspectives on it you know and even like writing in, gaining my perspective on the situation you know like talking to different people about it is such a good idea and it seems like you are definitely doing that which is really good because it's a big move, it's a big change, but maybe it could just be one of the best big changes, you know, like it could be an amazing thing to do. Maybe look into New Zealand a little bit, see what it's like. See, there's, I don't know if there is a bit of a rush to make the decision. I know sometimes job offers have a bit of a decide by this date, 
but definitely think about it as much as you can put it on paper if you can talk to friends if you can like see what other people think talk to your family and see the consensus see what people kind of are saying about it how do you feel about what they're saying about it right and getting that idea out there and throwing it out and just seeing what lands and whether it becomes the right decision for you to make or it becomes a massive achievement to even have just been offered the job because it is a massive achievement to get to that point where you've been offered your dream job like that is so amazing and I'm so happy for you to even have that offer is so great and whatever decision you make it's going to be the right decision for you at the end of the day so good luck with everything and thank you so much for sending in this dilemma and for listening to today's episode I hope you have enjoyed because I've really enjoyed spending this time with you I hope you have an amazing rest of your day an amazing rest of your week I hope you've got some good things coming up and some good things planned for the following week and I shall catch up with you in next week's episode bye